from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Uh, oh, the weather. That's what I was going to try and find out for tomorrow. Let me see what the weather's going to be. You got that? Yes. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 63. 40% chance of precipitation. Winds variable at 7 to 21 miles per hour. Jesus Christ. You have, that's a full app right there. <laughs> well, it, gives you, it gives you a little picture. <laughs> ah, look, that's what it's going to look like. And then like. that's New York, and then look, there's Boston, San Francisco. Not that I'm ever going there. 78 degrees in Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody knows the fucking weather by now. <laughs> well, you could say this evening's weather. I can just pretty Partly cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> Nighttime with a chance of darkness. <laughs> Albany done fucked up. Bad news for New Yorkers. Uh, at least those of us who are staying. State lawmakers have made a mistake. Dangerous <laughs> activist legislators in the Capitol have put together a package of criminal justice reform so soft on crime that the DAs in all five boroughs say in less than a year, New Yorkers can get ready for lawlessness, crazy town, disasterville. Thank you, Albany. Joining me now, comedian Stacey Kendrow. Hey, Stacey. Hey. And and, and New Yorker. And uh, and you've only been here for a pretty limited amount of time. I bet. Well, because I'm from Boston, I don't really consider myself a New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> I just live here. You know. <laughs> I don't think I've never met a New Yorker either. I don't think I was ever going to be one. Uh, does this freak you out? And this is supposed to go into effect at the beginning of next year. And it's a, it's a really looking bad. It's it's no bail deals now for like a, anybody who arrested for a misdemeanor and some felonies. Uh the district attorneys from all five boroughs blasted Albany over this uh, this pay. By the way, they folded into the budget. That's where it came from. The uh, $175.5 billion state budget passed earlier this month. Uh, the actions they have taken will put victims in danger. And it quite frank and, uh, and I quite frankly do find the whole package uh, unfathomable and outrageous. That's uh, Staten Island DA. Michael uh, McCann. Yeah, and if, if Staten Island is chiming in, you know it's serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to be at the top of the list of like not liking this kind of shit, though. Uh, but the other ones are saying the same shit. Even the Bronx lady is like, there's, there's some protections that I would like to have, but we're going to do these reforms. I wonder why like they've decided to, I mean, just let criminals... Uh, it's going to be bad, because crime is down and all. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's down in some ways, and then in others, I mean, like, I'm walking around, and I, I, I'm noticing like, it's it's getting really fucking gross here sometimes. I was on 35th and 8th. That's Midtown, and I know it's near the Port Authority, but you don't think of it as being, like, well, you know... Well, but that's, that's Shittyville, part of it. right? It, it sort of <laughs> is, though. It's, that, it's the bus terminal sort of has a thing right. going on. But it's still 35th and 8th. It's not like... It's a few blocks away. Yeah. And right on the corner, man, it's like these, it's, they're all, there's a ton of people kind of crowded around on it who just seem, they don't seem like they got anywhere to go. And I said, the one guy, he's just on heroin, you know, and anyway, it's no big deal to see like a junkie, you know, but I mean, like it, it kind of, well, you remember the first time grabbed me a little bit today for some reason. Well, the first time I came on your show, mm -hmm. I was telling you that where's the New Yorker building? Is that 10th? The New Yorker building? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to remember where it was, but it was right in that area. Three people, I had a temp job I was going to that day. Mm -hmm. Four people got shot at the, was it a Burger King or McDonald's? Yeah. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. They fired me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this woman wore black leather hot pants and she was 
the age where you just shouldn't do that. <laughs> and she was a lawyer for like uh, for rock groups and stuff. That's listen perfect. to how old I sound. Rock groups. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've never seen a woman under fifty in leather pants. Oh, actually, and then the crazy blonde hair, and she just and and she had like the real strong New York accent, and it was just a mess. <laughs> I was like, oh, this woman. And then she fired me, and I was like, it's almost like a favor she did for me. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, the point I think though is that that area is is a mess. And oh yeah, I have it open here. Yeah, you've got that. So, t- tell us some more about this shit because it's really. Yeah, I can't see either, but let's see. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great getting older. Um, mm. I would say, well, it says many people accused uh, with violent crimes, serious felonies, are, are going to be back on the street. This another DA speaking here. They're tying our hands, they're tying our feet, and they're gagging victims uh, from coming forward to stand up for their rights. It says one key measure of the bill. Uh, will take effect, uh, and all this will take effect next year. It eliminates cash bail for anyone charged with a misdemeanor <laughs> or nonviolent felony, um, which advocates claim will uh, reduce racial disparities and ease overcrowding in jails such as Rikers Island. I don't think that I don't think Rikers is actually particularly overcrowded right well, now. Well, and was but and also Who gives someone a shit? first of all a misdemeanor that's just like a P and E, or that's like uh, you try to rob a guy at a bodega. I mean, a misdemeanor. It could be, yeah, but, uh, but along guys, those lines, right? But, okay, but that, but the guy with the misdemeanor charge isn't going to Rikers. Like, how is it going to relieve? Uh, well, he could. I mean, you get charged with a misdemeanor if you have like a maybe a lot of priors and stuff like that, or well, uh, then again, if if yeah, no, if you break into somebody's home, yeah, you very well may go to Rikers. So but maybe not. I'm trying to figure out what a misdemeanor is. A misdemeanor I, a is just like a non-felony, right? Yeah, and then or non-violent felony. It's a broad range of crimes, but um, like like say uh, there's misdemeanor even um, it's like 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 maybe groping somebody is like a misdemeanor. But do those guys go to Rikers? Or assault. I guess they do. Yeah, some. I mean, like... They get five years. They don't go... Well, Rikers isn't five years. It's like... Five, the, you, I think a year is, is the longest you can be there. I mean, oh. it's, it's, well, it's pre-trial. You can be there longer, I guess. But it's like... it's it, While you're waiting for trial, you're there. And if you get sentenced to a year, you can, send, you can do that. But it has to be a year less if you're sentenced. But pre-trial, yeah, you can be there for a couple of years. And then where do you... Sing Sing is closed, isn't it? Sing Sing. If you gotta do like a long, I don't know sing, why I'm I, no, I've researched Sing Sing a little bit. It's, it's got a fascinating fucking history, uh, and I that I don't recall right now. But if you go back to, uh, it's it's myself and Mandy Statmiller, and we're talking about our Dana Moore of the town. That's where Clinton Correctional is, and a lot of people go to that Clinton Correctional. That's where we had the uh, Shawskank Redemption a couple uh-huh. of years ago. Remember her? No. There was two guys who escaped, and they were out of prison for like a month. A while, thirty something days. They finally found him. But this woman was a tailor. She was a seamstress in the prison, and she was kind of fucking these guys and helped them escape. Wow! And she was gonna go with them, but then she chickened out. Her husband also works at the prison. His name's Lyle. She hated oh his boy. guts. Um, <laughs> it's the fluoride in the water. Yes, we're getting <laughs> dumb. Anyway, that's all there. That's all in in that uh, episode, and I'll, I'll, I don't have the number for you right now. But uh, so uh, judges uh, currently have like a lot of uh, discretion as to whether to set bail or not. They can tell by you know like, if somebody's dangerous. Uh, and last month, prosecutors well they lobbied uh, Governor Cuomo 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 to uh, include a, a dangerousness standard so the judges could lock up suspects 
who pose a threat to society, but their plea fell on deaf ears. Not interested was Cuomo. He is intent on doing, you know, settling these racial disparities. I don't understand but it's how... Already, it's already bad enough, like you were just saying, in those certain neighborhoods, and then it's going to just get... It's going to get worse. They're gonna, there's going to be tens of that. They're like, we don't want to overcrowd the prisons. So we're going to let, pri- yeah. let prisoners run loose in the city. It's, it's an outrage. They'll be like fake driving Ubers and stuff. So they'll, they'll help come up with all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, I saw a guy today. Uh, and we were, it was Sleep Stark, Safe Space. This guy had an Uber. And he, I guess it was an actual Uber driver. It took a woman to the airport, right? And then went right back to her house and robbed it. Oh, my God! Knowing she was out of town. That's kind of smart, though. I mean, that was, yeah, he, <laughs> he found a weakness and exploited it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, so he didn't, he wasn't interested in that. I don't know about racial disparities. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it does to me, it doesn't make sense. You get equality of um, opportunity, and then there's equality of outcome. And you don't, equality of outcome is not necessarily guaranteed. You're bringing up the race card. How, how is like letting people out of prison going to alleviate racial whatever? Well, to you know, eliminate the disparity because there will be fewer black people in prison because there will be fewer people in prison or in jail. And, you know, not right. so much prison, but in jail. So that's, it, it, it becomes this like weird solution where you're just like, oh, so for instance, like uh, turnstile jumping. They go, don't arrest any more people for that. There's a big racial disparity there. Oh, I see. And and, and go, well, that's so... <laughs> I mean, I do. People, I do it. Now people can jump it. Right, yeah. You ever been caught? No. Yeah, So because you're careful, I suppose. But, like, how often do you do that? Well, now I, I don't because... Uh, I've seen you do it, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> this, it's pretty slick. This part-time thing I got going on, now they give us a... a an MB, uh, MTA card. Oh, okay. So I don't have to. But I used to run it. I'd be like, damn, right before payday. <laughs> <laughs> Why give it to the MTA? You just wait for the door to open or you jump the thing. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, Not you stand a there and go, moment. anybody got a swipe? Anybody, yeah, I don't do that. There? I'd rather just jump it. I'm sort of gangster. Take the risk, yeah. <laughs> I, went, I, I went through one time without paying and uh, got and got a ticket. You did? Yeah, one time. That's it. That's the only time I've ever done it, and I got a ticket. I, and what it was is, I, I, they might have been set it, setting me up or something. They were spraying everything down. The doors were standing wide open. Wow. I had a suitcase. I was rolling. So it was either like dig around, find my metro card, and then roll through the fucking turnstile, no, whatever. Do the door. And I just walked through the door, and there's two cops right there. They're just like, hey, how are you? Here's your ticket. Uh, was a, yeah, so it was like that a, was a setup, a speed trap. It was like what, $65, $90, something like that. It's 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 a lot more wow. than the subway, that's for sure. But like uh sometimes people jump the turnstile and they end up having a gun. You know? I mean like that's the whole idea. Oh, you catch I people see. doing smaller crimes and then, you know, you catch them doing their big and crimes. And you just let them back out again. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now you now yeah, exactly. They arrest them for the big crimes. Let them right the fuck out. I, this is uh, shocking. I want to tell you what some of these other DAs are saying because, you know, I mean, why should you listen to what I'm saying? Listen to what the district attorney, the top prosecutors in the city are saying. Still haven't found the glasses. No, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's torture trying to read it out of Uh Okay, so if you're unfortunate enough to have your house burglarized, uh, this is, uh, okay, so as I said, you know, it fell on deaf ears. Uh, judges currently have enormous discretion as to whether or not to set bail. Uh, and if so, how much, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this bill, it strips judges of all of that. They don't they don't get to do that. No discretion anymore. Uh, that's according to uh, a spokesman for, uh, a spokesperson for uh, the retiring Queens DA, Richard Brown. Uh, so he's retiring. How about that? 
And so if you are unfortunate enough to have your house burglarized, you are probably not going to be happy when you find out uh, that in almost every that in almost every instance, the court will have to release the burglar under the new law. So if someone breaks into your house, you feel very unsafe after that, you know? Yeah. And they're just, uh, that guy's out. He knows where all your shit is now. He knows where you sleep. But, you know, I guess that's better than racial disparities, right? Having too many people in, in jail of the, of the wrong color. Oh, my gosh. And, and this continues. She says, uh, the spokesperson, when the reality of this law sets in, uh, we believe the public will be rightfully outraged, and they are going to want to know. They're going to want to know who's responsible. Uh, one obscure provision. Now, this is shocking. It, it allows defendants to request access to inspect or photograph crime scenes. So, that I don't understand. So the, so the concept of, of a rape victim having uh, the rapist walking around her apartment is quite frankly insane, one law enforcement source told the Post. So that could conceivably happen. That's, uh, I, don't, I don't get that. Well, I mean, they, they want to be able to make sure they have a right to... Let me come back to your beautiful living room and uh, that I burglarized and I mean, I really take a enjoyed, picture of your chandelier. I really enjoyed raping you here, by <laughs> oh the way. <laughs> it was something else. Oh <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, uh, maybe we should have a sense of humor about it. You know, there's going to be a hell of a lot more crime, so that'll be good. It'll be good for your show. Plenty to talk about. Not that there's not already. Uh, yes, even, even prosecutors who favor criminal justice reforms were critical. Now, you know who that is. A Brooklyn DA... Eric Gonzalez, he's saying, I would have done some things differently. And Manhattan uh, DA Cyrus Vance, he called it a missed opportunity, this crime bill. Now, Patrice O'Shaughnessy, uh, that's a spokeswoman for Bronx DA Darcel Clark, who, by the way, looks exactly like Bo Diddley. No. <laughs> Dead ringer. <laughs> <laughs> Said that the, bill, uh, that the bill did not provide everything uh, we would have liked to see to address our uh, public safety concerns, but we are moving forward to implement the reforms. I mean, as a woman, this must really that's trouble you. That's a weird you. statement. She That sounds kind of a, like a neutral statement. She didn't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> you see a lot of that in politics. <laughs> yeah. so, so, Darcel Clark. Were you able to find anything about the, uh, the Prospect Park thing? Oh, yeah. We'll look at that in one moment. Um, oh, she stopped wearing her glasses so much, but... Yeah, there she is. Oh, Bo Diddley. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, hey, baby, can't you see? <laughs> what you done been doing to me? <laughs> Motherfucker is just not an attractive... Look at her. She looks... Yeah. That She looks like Michael Strahan. <laughs> just the tooth. She's missing a front tooth or some shit. Now, you live near Prospect Park, right? You live in violent Brooklyn. I do. I live in... Um... I live just south of uh, Prospect. Um, what do you call it? Crown Heights in Prospect Lefferts, and that's like three blocks east of Prospect Park. Uh -huh. So it's like the bad side. You know, Park Slope is the happy, rich side. That's where all the rich people live, and the beautiful brownstones. And the other side of Prospect Park is a little. It still has brownstones, but it's a little rougher. Wait, which neighborhood did you say is nice over there? Park Slope. Park Slope, of course, right. where the mayor uh, likes to uh, live. I think. Yeah, there's like boutiques and baby carriages. And oh, boutiques, baby carriages. Police are looking for a man who pulls women's hair in Prospect Park. Uh, that's right. Uh, he grabs her hair and forces oral sex, according to the NYPD. A sex offender pulls women's hair. He's, 
he's forced at least one to give a moral sex has been lurking in Prospect Park. Yeah, there, there was flyers up in the subway stop that were put up by the Guardian Angels. Mm. It looked very official. I thought, oh, this is a police thing. And then I saw at the top it said Guardian Angels. I thought, oh, I Guardian Angels are going to be getting important again. Yeah. They're going to have a lot more shit to do. It's good that they do this. Uh, so this is the flyer. This is the picture from the flyer. Yep. His picture's on the flyer. And then there's this photograph here. So I guess that's a an actual photo. He's wearing a hoodie. And, yeah, you can't uh, really tell much from the photo. Well, I mean, you can't tell much really even from this. Well, I mean, you can sort of. I mean, you can see, you know, what, what would you say that person is? What's the nationality? Could be anything. Right. Dominican. Could be... Hispanic, yeah, Could but be black. the shape of the hair, yeah. We know what true. he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls women's hair. I mean, so like uh, you jog in that park, right? Well, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the park jogger who gets who gets raped. I mean, oh, like, you know, I meant to listen to your thing about the the girl who they found uh, the uh, Howard Beach. They found they convicted the guy. They did. Yeah, I didn't listen to that. I wanted to. That's on my list. Yes, put it on your list. Yeah, they convicted that guy, and uh, and thank God, of course they're going to appeal. And uh, yeah, but they were they were very happy to have that done. Uh, that's uh, from April. F- I was glad to 2nd, hear that. Something like that. I remember yeah. reading about it. It's just awful. It was vicious. Yeah, yeah, she was a jogger. You were talking. Oh yeah, speaking of joggers, and right. it was jogging at night in the park. Um, she was. Uh, you know, it's it's horrible. He punched her in the face like five times. Ugh. I don't know if this guy's doing this. The guy's uh, forced a 24-year-old woman to give moral sex between East and Center Drives. And that we all know that you cannot force a woman to give you oral sex between East and Center Drives. It's uh, not in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> this was March 11th, around 4.30 p.m., broad daylight. 4.30, that's yeah, see, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to run there today. Mm. Even though, like, and I'm definitely not going to run in the Even dark. Even though it's but been a while. In the, <laughs> in the dark, though, you know, and when it starts to get dark, you know, there's the cops, like, drive through there a lot, and there's a lot of other runners. So it's a good time to go, like, right after work because there's a lot of runners. It might be better at night. More but, safe. But, like, so now it's getting darker later. So, yeah, in a way, like, 4.30 is before maybe. Yeah, before rush, before the rush hour. Yeah. Before everybody's, like, out there. I mean, if people run later in the summer, I really don't know because I don't run. I'm going to run with a group, I think. That's, you know, That's a, a, a meetup group. Yeah. Except they run fast. I'm a smoker. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll meet you at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of smokers jog, so good for you. Well, <laughs> Maybe that's going to, um, yeah, that helps for sure. Your heart heart disease is the main thing with cigarettes, I think. And then yeah. you get diabetes too. Hey, let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quitting on the 19th. Are you? I'm about, that's when I'm going to be unhappy for a while. Very unhappy. Yeah. Very, very unhappy and very hungry and very horny. And just because there's no just, other vices. Uh, After cigarettes, you got nothing left. You're like, uh, you, food for your mouth and your dick for your hand, and that's it, <laughs> you know? And it's just a nightmare for your wife. Man, and Mandy will just have to tolerate it, you know, because it's going to be, um, I'm really a sight, I tell you. And, Are and you, you going to do the gum? I'll probably do the, uh, pa- the patch, I think. I'll do the patch. If you do the patch and you smoke, you'll get sick. Yeah. And and the thing is, Patch gives me weird dreams, too. Really? Yeah, it gives me, like, really weird, lucid dreams. I used to dream that I would levitate off the bed and float across the room. What? Gently crash against the wall and kind of fall to the floor and then walk back. Really? Yeah, and it would happen over and over again sometimes. You know, it's this weird dream. Wow. And, uh, and, and it's not really... It sounds great, I know, but it, it's not that fun. It doesn't sound fun. I had a weird dream about my mother the other day. <laughs> <laughs> We're going so off uh, topic. This woman was uh, <laughs> able to fight him off, by the way. Uh, the, the man then yanked a 26-year-old woman's hair. So we, we heard about the 24-year-old. We know what happened to her between East and Center Drives. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the man then yanked a 26-year-old woman's hair and stole her cell phone. Uh, I guess she didn't blow him. She was able to fight him off, and she sustained some minor injuries. Do you know why the guy up in Queens, who was convicted of murder the other day and everything, do you know why he started punching her in the face and everything? Because she was fighting him. Yeah, but so, so yeah. He beat her to death. He oh choked her and everything. I didn't read that. Maybe he used a rock to like fucking smash her head or something, but he was a brutal fucking animal. And yeah, that's that's what set him off. So I mean like Wow. I'm not gonna say lay back and enjoy it because you say that kind of shit, people get the wrong idea. But fighting yeah, but running is I think the best thing you can do. You gotta run. And yet all the joggers are the ones getting raped. <laughs> oh it's God. so fucking ironic. That's terrible. The women who never run. I don't know. Everybody's bound to get raped. Even do you think that you it's possible to rape your wife or husband? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I see I don't agree. How is it possible? Well, um, I mean, I don't know what goes on in people's homes, but of course not. let's just say... But you have a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... It's not that complicated. Well, I know, but if, you know, let's hear your side of it, because you seem like you have a... <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I mean, how could it... How can you possibly rape your wife? I don't even understand that. Well, it's a violent crime. We know that. And so... Oh, yeah. Vi- rape is a horrible thing. So if... I would never do that to my wife. So, you know, it's I don't know. Honey, I, ha- do that. honey I have a headache. And then <laughs> it turns into a violent... I mean, I don't know. Hmm. You know I'll give you something to have a headache about. Did, did, did your it, mom say we- that? It would be weird to do for a woman to rape a man. That's... But See, I, I suppose I that's possible, too. It's I, completely possible. You don't have to get... The guy doesn't have to have an erection for you to stick a broom handle in his ass. Yeah, I guess. Well, now we're getting technical. <laughs> but I mean, you know, for for real, like uh, that's what uh, these those the women at these uh, one of these women's events, you know, back when Trump was first getting elected, and all the women started going nuts, and there's like fucking ninety thousand of them on the fucking streets, two hundred thousand screaming. Yeah. So what banshees. brought this question on because of this? Well, I was just saying that one those women, uh, one of the like lesbian women there, um, who was doing some of the speaking, she had killed a guy in the process of like they raped him to death. Basically, they put him on a fucking, basically put him on a spit. What? They, they shoved something so far up his ass it killed him, and she got out of prison. Now she's a fucking hero. People don't investigate this shit. Well. Are you talking about the Me Too? All these pussy hat people, remember, like right after Trump. <laughs> no, not the Me Too. Now, why did this come up? Uh, I don't know. I was just thinking about rape and thinking about how, you know, like you can get raped while you're jogging. But like, no, but people don't really get raped by their spouses that much, I don't think. Well, they... You tolerate a lot more rapey behavior from your spouse, <laughs> I think. <laughs> what if you didn't, though? That would be weird. But you can rape a man. I, you know who gets raped? It's male. Like, kids who have a teacher... Who like a female teacher, mm-hmm. and they fuck that. And I know, I get it. It's like his dream come true. My God, what are you talking about? He's the most popular kid in school. He's fucking a grown up woman, fucking the teacher. He doesn't have the power to say no to that. Yeah, that's. It's just like being physically overpowered because emotionally he doesn't have right any resistance to that. He has. He's compelled. That's a good point. Yeah. So I mean, like he's <laughs> you're obviously familiar with how emotionally immature. Men can be, especially at that age. Yeah. Well, anybody. How really. young would you go with a guy? 
if you were just for sex and nobody would know. And there's no laws. Yeah, I don't. I'm not the right person to ask. I don't even. I don't even think I'm straight anymore. I, <laughs> after after getting a divorce and just not dating anybody, it's like. Uh, well, wait a second. You got a divorce. You got two divorces. Yeah. Both from the same guy. Yeah. So yes. I could see where you'd swear off that guy. <laughs> Maybe just don't, you know, date him anymore. But right. I mean, that's one guy out of millions and billions of people. Okay, but to answer your question, roughly I would say my age. Like, I just think, I don't, I find younger men, mm. Yeah. I I have friends that are cougars and I totally don't get it. Even physically. Yeah. You like the full, like, fucking saggy ass, (laughs) pushing 50 kind of guy. I, well... Because you're we not can that leave old. This, we can leave the saggy ass yeah. part out. But. <laughs> what you, yeah, because you're yeah you're you're youthful. You're 40ish, I guess. Maybe even maybe late 30s. We don't I don't have know. to talk about it. Um, well, I mean, you I'm say your age. 40. I'm I'm past you're 40. Pa- okay, I'm past 40 too. I'm, I'm roughly your age, but we, okay. don't have, we don't have to get into That's it. That's ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So like, yeah, I get it. Uh, and I I would have to say almost the same. But as, I would, as you I would get older, women. though, mm. as you get older emotionally, it, 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 there's less disparity. Like if you're like 25 and the guy's 40, that's a big gap. It's it's not the number as much as the mentality. So you go, what's what's wrong with that guy? How 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 old is he emotionally that he's with? And then vice versa. If the woman's mm. 40 and he's 25, there's you know what I'm saying? 40 and 25 is is a bad split, but maybe it's just about sex then, because emotionally, what's going on? Intellectually, what's going on? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Uh, <laughs> you're you're teaching her things all the time. You're going. You've never heard of the Partridge Family. <laughs> you've never heard of the Bay City Rollers. Oh my God! Yeah. You are, you have to. But hear eventually, the... it's gonna. She's gonna oh. mature and be like. Phew. She just barely wants to hear that shit now. You know, barely. <laughs> a woman who's like a lot younger than you, she thinks that you're really fucking. Smart. Yeah, like the moment that, like, I say I was dating a younger guy, the moment that he didn't know, like, an important cultural, you know, figure was, like, say, Mr. Roper from Three's Company. He didn't know who that was. <laughs> I would be pissed. I would That's be a like. great standard, by the way, for an important <laughs> cultural figure. I thought you were going to say, like, Lyndon B. Johnson or something. <laughs> Mr. Roper. Remember Mr. Roper, though? How great mm-hmm. was he? And he'd give the camera that look because his wife or whatever yeah. would be going on and on. And he'd say some shit and then, like, break the fourth wall. Yeah, and, break like, the fourth That grin. Yeah. That show was great. And he used to do the uh, little, he was the guy who did the Tinkerbell thing. Yes. Because of Jack. He, you know, he thought Jack was gay. So, but you know what? He was difficult to replace. Norman Fell, he's a character actor going back all through the 70s. You know, he's been, he was a cop in a lot of movies and shit. But, uh, Don, Don Knotts, Knotts. Yeah. right, Mr. Who, Fur, uh, Furley, and he was good too. He yeah. was great. Yeah, he took it a completely different direction. Yeah, the swinging guy. Yeah, <laughs> why, Jack? <laughs> he was such a great fucking comic actor, Mr. Uh, uh, with Don Knotts. Uh, so, uh, all right. Well, I'm glad that this other woman fought her off, fought him off. His first known attack was, by the way, in February. He stuck up behind a 58 year old woman. Woo, getting kinky. Grabbed her hair with both hands and then ran away. So he just grabbed her hair and ran away. Well, the poor woman. He's, he probably realized, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Crip keeper. <laughs> I had no idea. Because he came up from behind, you know. I, mean, I bet you anything that's what it was. Last seen wearing a red sweatshirt with a white stripe and jeans. Anyone with information about this person asked to contact police. You know the number, 1-800-577-TIPS, one 800 Five seven seven tip. You're this guy. Turn yourself the fuck in. We'll be right back. Really? But you can go. So you can go get married uh, by Elvis, mm-hmm. 
And then if it doesn't work out. Which it won't. Right. But like within the week, you can just drive up to Reno. Take care of it. You can just have a whole week for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go to find the, the whore. I, I don't know about paying for If I was going to pay for sex, that would be a good way to do it, I think. Because you know, it's like very much like. The, the pussy ranch? The pussy ranch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like, uh, I mean, I've never paid for sex. I'm, I know you have many times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with younger men. They're in their late teens. Uh, Mandy, so went, she went out to Vegas to, for the prostitute story. That's what she called it, the prostitute. But she paid for, you know, whatever, for this guy's time. Oh, she did? Mm-hmm. She said they took a naked shower together. And I thought that was a funny usage, naked shower. Is it? Yeah, because what other kind of shower <laughs> yeah, you take? I, I see the word naked does something there, though. You know what I mean? Taking yeah. a shower sounds romantic or something, but yeah, taking naked a naked shower. shower is like, we're naked. Uh, but she didn't fuck the guy. Is that in the book? <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. Probably. I don't know. I, I, one of these days I'm going to finish the rest of my wife's book. She wrote a fucking book. I watched her write it. And I've, I had read a lot of it going along, but I just never have read the whole completed thing. So th- it could say Andy Dick bitter one time. I think that's in there. Really? Yeah. I wonder if he had rabies. <laughs> He's got, oh, speaking of, you know, there's a big outbreak down in uh, Brooklyn down there. Yeah, measles. and, and That was in the uh, NPR today. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to catch up with some news, and that was it. It was Assange and measles. And and what did they say about measles? Did, they were recall? giving the numbers of the, the breakout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, they're significant. I mean, it's, it's a large number of people. But then they were, oh, we got it all under control, because yeah. they're doing some mandatory... Yeah, they're they're forcing people to get vaccinated, forcing kids to get vaccinated if they're going to go to school. But you know what? Here's here's what's interesting, and I, I was wondering if NPR mentioned this. It's like, uh, and it said it in the post that virtually everybody who's gotten the measles has been in the ultra orthodox Jewish community. There, they, I don't know if they mentioned that, but I know that I read that before. Yeah, crazy, right? And it's because uh, they, they religiously didn't. they don't you know they don't like it. It's like a uh, what do you call it? Um, well, that religion is a little strange. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, the stranger than most, even, you you might say. I would never be in a religion that requires you to have a beard or a hat. Yeah, that's kind of tough. And certainly not, like, a big wool coat that you have to wear all, all year. But that shit's expensive. All those clothes that they wear. Are, and then late at night, they have, a like, a boom mic on their head. Have you seen it? It's like a giant... <laughs> Like the you know what what's that material that uh, it, you know they used to put on the on, on the top of microphones? Fur. It looks like it's like like real wispy like fucking. But you know what I'm talking about the thing that was on the mic. It's fluffy, that thing. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I've seen the hats. <laughs> I'm familiar. Yeah, they really don't like you if you're walking around their neighborhood and being not Jewish. They have like a cylinder. No, I know they're very clan like, and they have a cylinder, a black cylinder on their head after like ten o'clock at night. Mm. And. I love how long it took us to go from measles to just talking about the Jews. <laughs> the <hats. laughs> but they're so Jewish. Uh, by the way, for months, okay, this is from the New York Times. Why not? Uh, for months, New York City officials have been fighting a measles outbreak in ultra Orthodox Jewish communities. They get right to it. You know, they're kind of like Holocaust deniers, borderline in the uh, New York Times, which is odd. Uh, knowing that the solution, the measles vaccine, was not reaching its target audience. There's been some propaganda. A couple of uh, well known rabbis have said, like, this is not kosher. It has, like, um, animal guts in it and stuff like that. Uh, the, the vaccine, apparently, I mean, that's what, it's, that's what they claim. I don't know if it's true, but even if it is true, there's other rabbis who say, if you're not putting it in your mouth, it's not part of your diet, none of, the, none of that stuff matters. Right, because it's like a medicinal. Yeah. 
it's not like it's not like you're uh, chewing it up and swallowing it. You know, it's not a, even if it has a hoof. I guess it's still okay, <laughs> so long as you mainline it. <laughs> but like uh, there, there was one woman who three kids she has that who all got measles in this outbreak, and she's like, I think it's great that they got measles in the way that God intended. Oh boy, it's like the Christian scientists. You know, they don't they don't go to the doctor. Mm. Which is such an unscientific way to look at things. I know. <laughs> it's right, right there in the title, too. <laughs> Christian scientists. We don't believe in that. Uh, well, they tried education and outreach, working with rabbis, distributing thousands of flyers to encourage parents to vaccinate their children. They also tried harsher measures, like a ban on unvaccinated students from going to school. I don't like school. And so, you know what I mean? Like, you cannot force me to take it. And, and if it goes to court, they kind of can. If you're going to come to public school, they can force you to get uh, vaccinated. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. So what if they make them go to private school as like a solution uh, or a way to avoid getting the, the vaccine? You'd think they'd all be in the, like a yeshiva uh, anyway, right? I mean, like that's kind of like what they do. So I don't know. But here's the other thing. Like if, if, if some kids don't want to get vaccinated, okay, if you get vaccinated, you're not going to catch it. Well, so why do they care? Uh, because it, it's gonna. I don't, that's a good question, but I don't. You'd have to ask like a scientist, but I'm sure he'd have a scientist. A Christian scientist. <laughs> I'll ask a Christian scientist. I'm a scientist. Um, <laughs> I, 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 you know, there's, there's got to be a reason because it took control of the outbreak. Well, they don't. I, I think it's to save them from themselves more than it is to save them from like you know save your kid from them because if your kid's had his vaccination, then like he should be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I would have thought, like, maybe if there's like a real direct exposure or something like that, but then that's, then what's the point of the fucking vaccine? I don't really know how vaccinated. I'm not trying to annoy you. No, I know. (laughs) I get annoyed with it too because there's like no, there's really no answer for that. It doesn't make sense. Like, if if all the kids are vaccinated, why do you care if this last kid doesn't get vaccinated? But you know what? Do Christian scientists vaccinate their kids with the measles? Because then that would be... Then the Jews can jump on board, for Christ's sake. They can just stop being such Jews about it. And just (laughs) fucking... (laughs) Well, I I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. um, The New York Times article, of course, goes on for 9 million paragraphs. uh, (laughs) But I think you pretty much get the idea. There is a measles outbreak. And uh, the outbreak could, in uh, in fact, especially spread because soon it will be Pesach. That's a... uh, Jewish holiday, I guess. There will be school vacation. There will be more and more families together. The last thing we want is to see more family members afflicted with this disease. You get a high fever when you have it, up to 104 sometimes, and that's not good. People can die from I it. I was just going to say, I think somebody died. Oh, I, I didn't think we had a death yet here. I think we did. I think Uh-oh. I heard that on the news. We should... This morning. <laughs> huh. Well, oh, a lot, some of it's coming from Israel, too. Because, you know, there's a lot of traveling back and forth in that neighborhood. Uh, Williamsburg. In that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Williams, well, Borough Park, of course, and Williamsburg and like... Uh, no, in the Israel neighborhood. Oh, Israel neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's, there's like a lot of Jews in Israel, but there's a lot of Jews here too. It's probably the second biggest here. Uh, Passover begins next week and uh, it's the same as Easter this year, which is different, right? Mm-hmm. And and do you know what Passover like is about? It's a really gruesome thing. There, there was an angel of death who was coming down just slaughtering the firstborn. Yes. And so if you're Jewish, you would take blood of some animal and put it on your door. Yeah. And that... then they would fucking not come in and slaughter your firstborn. The angel. I think that's... Uh, and, and really what they're celebrating is that a lot of Egyptian kids 
were murdered by the, uh, fuck it is, some angel came down from heaven with murderous intent. Back in the Bible days, shit used to happen that just was pretty much inexcusable. You know I mean, like, I get it. You know, you want to fight. Why do you need seven plagues if you're the, if you're God? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you turn up the heat slow on them, you know, Ooh, some locusts. How about that? How about some fucking whatever the hell else? And then Passover was like the final one. They're like, okay, fine. You're funny. If you're going to kill our children, for Christ's sake. Some God you got there, Jews. <laughs> you know? uh, religion, I don't know. Would you ever date a Muslim person? Um, and they can be, they don't have to be Muslim, like, you know, from the desert. They can be American Muslim or anything like that. Like, it could look like anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm back on looking up if Christian scientists vaccinate. I see. You want to dodge the question. I I, well, sort of. Well, you wouldn't date anybody anyway. <laughs> I, there's, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, uh, let's see. Uh, you have shit that you're doing. You're out on Long Island this weekend. You're going, you're doing a benefit in, uh, Hey, where? Where are you doing this stuff? Oh, now I have to look it up. Hold on. Oh, Christ, man. I'm sorry <laughs> to burden you. <laughs> uh, I want a lot of New York people to listen to the show. It would be great if they did, right? Wouldn't it be great if, like, everybody in New York listened to my show? I would be bigger than Joe Rogan. That's what it would take. That's what it would take. Well, if I could just get on Joe Rogan, how come my fans are not demanding that I go on Joe Rogan? Why are you guys not doing that for me? I would do it for you if I was listening to you. Year after year, I mean, you'd be a great guest on that show. I really think I would. He likes some of the far out stories and whatever. And 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 I would be I would be great. Even Marin, I would settle for Marin. Let me do Marin, and I've got a ton of stories. But like, it's not going to happen. It doesn't work that way. I'm. I would be good. So would everybody. They think, right? Well, he gets Obama. He wants guests. You know, they like make him look good. I guess. Okay, so <laughs> let's hear about your dates. All right, so here we go. <laughs> Uh, Friday, April 12th, I'm doing a fundraiser for the Sarah Grace Foundation at the Crest Hollow Country Club in Woodbury, New York. I didn't hear a goddamn word of that except Woodbury, New York. What, yeah. are, what, what are you it's doing? It's off the Jericho Turnpike. Um, <laughs> I am big time right now. <coughs> off the Jericho Turnpike, people. <laughs> Take a left. You're going to give them directions. It's... Uh, Tomorrow, tomorrow, it's Friday. It's you know, most people will probably hear this uh, today. It's today, so you got to get your ass out to the Jericho Turnpike to where? To uh, Crest Hollow Country Club. Crest Hollow. Okay, I see. I don't know if a lot of country club people are listening to the show. Well, it's a it's a cancer related foundation. That's um, Friday and Saturday. I will be at the North Lindenhurst Firehouse. Yes, that's in Lindenhurst. Showtime is at eight. Dinner at seven. North. Lindenhurst. Yeah, write that down. Firehouse. <laughs> I'm gonna. Well, that reminds me. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm worse than you. I don't know where the fuck I'm gonna be. But like I said, Rich Carucci, Dustin Chafin, myself. We are all. That's a funny show. That's a great show. It, 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 yeah, it can't fail. That's a can't miss show. Rich Carucci, who lived with his ex-wife's husband. <laughs> <laughs> he lived with his ex-wife's husband. That's the the. That's how. Done and over. I'm in West Laurels, New York. West Laurel, New York. It's uh, about three hours north of here. That's what I know. It takes about three hours to get there from Manhattan. I was supposed to have Dangerfields. Now I can't. That sucks, right? Yeah, because you got to get all the way up there. Yeah, double booking. I like doing those DeBono shows. I did one last weekend. It was so fucking fun. Yeah, they're fun. When you're, uh, you know, seasoned pro like yourself and me, walking onto a bringer, they're just like... 
Yeah, the audiences are good. They're they're like pumped for their friends. That's do you ever have him on? That's Thursdays and Saturdays. Debono has a show. He does a great Trump, by the way. For people I have who are been listening. trying to get him to do crime report, uh, and uh, he's uh, he's elusive. I th- I would I would have thought that he would do it. Oh you know? yeah, but he's like kind of like it's been tough. He could break into a Trump somewhere in the middle. I would love that. I would love to have him come on and and uh, and do Donald Trump. I'd be like, he's a great guy because like I don't think he's like. Um, the biggest fan of Trump or something like that, but he respects the office. He, res- I mean, he's like he's an American and all that kind of shit. That's all we have to do: re- re- return to courtesy and shit. Yeah, he's just sort of making jokes, like like somebody would of any president. He's not slamming him yeah. necessarily. And he just does a great impression. Yeah, learn to laugh again too, man. What the fuck happened? I, it's, it sounds corny to say, but man, a lot of people lost their sense of humor in the last yes. three years. Yeah, they did. And Everybody's want, so mad. Everyone's they, really up in arms about this and that. Everyone's got an agenda and a soapbox they want to stand on for this and that. I mean, they, yeah, they want you losing your fucking job. People are taking people's jobs away, their livelihood, vicious. And it all goes back to that kids in cages thing, which I think is so fucking funny. <laughs> his, Trump's approval rating goes up with Hispanics after that. Nuts. It's it's it's. I see. You're like you're like a baby when you get tired. You just fucking <laughs> shut down. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, um, we'll have do stories we have tomorrow. Other, do we have any other things to go over? Yeah, not really. <laughs> what does Netanyahu think about the measles? <laughs> <laughs> He's for him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hey, Stacy Kendro, it's good talking to you again. We get such good feedback. With it's always on, fun. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs>